What's up, guys? You're back on top. It's your boy Tim. Oscar. Guys, it's been a while. Uh, the pandemic kind of kept us from being able to record. We tried recording, but I was uh, just, n- it was not a good episode for me. So we scratched it, so it took some time off. But uh, we're back at it. We're back at it. We've been listening to a lot of stuff. This episode, we're going to be talking to you guys about some stuff that we've been listening to recently. Um, uh, we're going to be talking about Charlie XC, XCX's album. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Washed Out and Taku, um, new the youth song that's going to be coming out. We're going to be talking about... Uh, Krungbin's new album. So we got a lot of stuff that we're going to be talking about this album that, you know, we're really looking forward to. But uh, before we kind of get into that, just wanted to ask you, Oscar, like, obviously it's been a minute since, like, we've recorded. Has there been anything that you've been listening to that you've just been enjoying that we're not really going to be talking about on the podcast or this episode? Um, For me... Uh, I think the the biggest ones which you already kind of mentioned um, is just that uh, I've been listening to like Washed Out, come out with some new music. Um, over other than that, just Bronson, which is who I'm gonna go into. Um, that's the biggest takeaway right now. Uh, and other than that, just singles here and there um, that I've heard that kind of catch my attention but nothing that like really stands out just you know good songs that you hear and you're like okay so nothing in particular okay no for me i've been um i really got into this weird uh i'm gonna get into it a little bit later but i've definitely been into like this uh listen to a lot of spanish music like uh bad bunny (laughs) dropped like this uh little small ep during quarantine so i've been listening to that there's been this band or this music group called lonely spec um Mm -hmm. a a person that i go to the acquaintance i go to the gym with he uh put me on him and i uh he sent me one song and then I started listening to his other stuff and he has a lot of really good um, stuff that I've really been enjoying. There's been a metronomy. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about on this episode. I might maybe depending on how metronomy came out with this song called the light. It's just like a really awesome song. Um, Other than that, just a lot of other like Dua Lipa came out with some stuff and Disco came out with a small EP. It was really good that I enjoyed. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's I, I think the good part about, you know, despite all this pandemic and stuff, like, there has been uh, new music that still has continued to come out, which is good. Yeah. Um, there's still a lot of good stuff that you can listen to, you know. So, I guess we'll hop into it. I think I said I was going to start correct about what I was bringing to the table this week. Um, yeah, I think you wanted to go over so, Charlie XCX, right? Yeah. So 
give you guys a little bit of backstory. Charlie XCX, uh, I believe she's British. Um, she's been around for a while, I think since like 2010, 2012, somewhere around there. But I stumbled upon her back in the day with her first album. And I really liked it. It was just like a, you know, a normal pop album or whatever. I really liked it for some reason. And it's funny, I actually, she's the only uh, person that I've ever signed up to be on uh, her fan club, on their fan club. Okay. I was, uh, <laughs> I was one of her angels. <laughs> I think that's what our, her fans are called. Okay. Um, which is hilarious thinking about it now. I don't know why I ever signed up for it. But uh, just I have been a Charlie XCX fan for a while. Um, for me, when I really started just really vibing with her music was in like around back in 2017. She started working with this producer named A.G. Cook. And he was kind of known for making um, just like really dense, really chaotic like arrangements and like um, producing a lot of really dense, chaotic uh, versions of like pop music. And so that's yeah. kind of when I first came into the knowledge of like this subgenre called hyper pop, which I don't know. I've probably talked to you before about it, but for the listeners, if you don't know, hyperpop, it's kind of like, um, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's just like pop music on steroids. They like take out, if, if pop music is like a cupcake, they just take out all the icing and serve you that. So it's like all just the sugary sweet parts of the pop music which tends to make it like very experimental um, yeah which is something that I personally like I'm really into that and so a lot of backstory but she's been coming out with the music for a while she's been getting pretty popular she during when the quarantine first started all this COVID stuff she kind of decided to try to make an album during this time. So back in March, uh, she decided she was gonna make an album. It was pretty cool because she's like really transparent about like her creative process. Like she does a lot of uh, Instagram stories and Instagram live streams and stuff talking, you know, as she's creating all these songs. Yeah. And in May, she came out with this project called How I'm Feeling Right Now. Um, which I, I'm not the greatest, I think I've explained this before, I'm not the greatest at keeping up with what artists are doing um, or like, you know, if they're gonna be coming out with new stuff. So it caught me by surprise for sure, this album. But I listened to it and I really enjoyed this album. This album, There's a lot of depth to this album. You know, I think pop albums kind of have a tend have a bad rap rep for like 
it's not going to be super dense or anything, but not true. I think there's just a lot of good stuff that came out of this album. Um, for me, I really enjoyed a lot of the um, music itself, like the music production. Um, this was the first album because like, like I was saying earlier, she started collabing with A.G. Cook and like her past four albums have been only with him that she's producing the music. But then this album, she co collabed with like A.G. Cook, but like three other artists that are from different bands and different uh, music groups and stuff to kind of help her kind of enhance her sound and make create a little bit of different stuff. And I really do enjoy this album. My favorite song off this album uh, that I think we'll play first is called Claus. do enjoy almost every single song off this album i think there's only like one song that i don't necessarily like uh look forward to in yeah. when i'm listening to the album but i don't necessarily uh always skip it every single time it's not like a immediate skip it's just yeah. i'm not like I'm like oh yeah this song 
Um, song starts uh, before maybe I get into that. I wanted to know your opinions of the album because I did ask you because I like just to be quite frank, I love this album. I think this album probably will be on my uh, you know, my one of my top albums of the year, just definitely on the short list. Um, did you, because I, I asked you listeners, did you enjoy this album at all? Uh, yeah. Uh, with this album, my problem is it just starts off very, I mean, you described it pretty well. I mean, hyper pop is very kind of chaotic and very loud. And sometimes it feels more like noise than it does feel like music. And that isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just, it's a different kind of sound. So it takes you a second to get used to it. Um, and there's just a lot of instances where it just reminds me of like other music that I've heard back in the day, but it, she just mixes it up with a lot of different sounds that can throw you off a bit. I think, uh, I did listen to it and I think the tracks that I did pull away from it, you know, that, that I saved were enemy. I finally understand. And then party for you. And those are the ones that like, I was like, you know, these are, I can vibe with, um, but I think it'd help if I listened to the album more and more. Because uh, Claws, I, I heard it, but it didn't really stand out to me. But hearing it again, I can I can see um, the ben- you know how, how it has a certain sound that you just want to kind of be like, okay, you know what, I like this. Uh, go ahead, play it again. And mm-hmm. um, which is what I've been trying to do now with like music is that if I'm not sure about a song, I'll put it on repeat. And if I feel like I need to change, if I if I'm tired of listening to it and I just know I don't like this song, then that's it. I'm done. Um, but if I listen to it on repeat and I'm like, you know what, I'm fine. Let it keep playing. Then that means I do like it. Um, and so far, like Enemy was, I think it seems like Enemy was the only track that made it out of, of I guess the holding area is what I would call it for my music. <laughs> before I really transitioned it over to my actual playlist because and I do that and I'm so selective with music now because there's just too much music to really waste yeah. space or time or energy to you know to songs that you just know you're going to skip you're like yeah this song's good I recognize its value but let's be honest you're going to skip that song each time you hear it you're going to yeah. be like it's a good song just let us and no no you're going to skip it why do you even let it stay in there yeah um, but overall, I think the, this album, I'm probably going to go back and listen to it some more. Um, because if you like it that much, then there's something to it. Um, and I think everyone should take a listen to it. Um, I yeah. also like the fact that is, is there's nothing on this uh, album that's really explicit or nothing. Yes. And I think that's nice because it, for me, I you know, it kind of throws me off when I hear someone especially say like the f word or something like you didn't have to say that you could have said some other word whatever it's just almost like they do it just because they want to or because like i can now it's like only because you can doesn't mean you should but that's my own thing uh but either way i think this album is good it's just a matter of like whether or not you like to hear electronic music to a higher and more chaotic level um but if you're if you're in the mood for something more hyper and more fun um almost like I want to call it like sugar to like an extreme level. Like, like it's really just like you've ingested too much sugar and you're like, all right, that's enough. But if you're okay with that, then, you know, go for it. Yeah. 
<clears throat> I'm fat, so I'm definitely okay with it. <laughs> but no, I definitely I will say um for me I don't I'm not suggesting this album because I think a lot of people will like it. I, I definitely know I'm gonna be in the minority in this camp. I think it's good that you said you're like you're not necessarily like the biggest fan of this so that people can understand like that I don't want to make them feel like they're missing, like they don't get it or anything. No, 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 no. And the thing about it is, it's like if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you you are interested in hearing what we're listening to, uh, yeah. what our taste is. You're not here to be like, nah, that's not that's not me right there. Um, and yeah. So maybe the maybe this album ain't for you or something. But if you know that if you know what our taste is and. Uh, and if we've given enough well enough description, then chances are you might be like, okay, you know what? Let me take a listen to that. Yeah. You might only just walk. You might walk away with just one song you like. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, it's just about like opening horizons and stuff. I mean, because that's how I always like that when I'm listening to other people. Like, hey, what are you listening to now? And they tell me, and if I get around to listening to it, and then I find some stuff that I like, and then, um, but yeah, it's. This album, I do actually, I'm going to actually, more than what I normally would, I'm going to, like, go through each song, and I'm not going to spend too much time on it, because I know, like, we have to move on eventually, but, um, like, so the, the album starts off with Pink Diamond, it's just kind of talking about her being stuck at home, not being able to go out and party with her friends and enjoy herself like she normally would like to, but she's still trying to have as much fun as she can being stuck in the house, you know. I think for all of us, like, because of the pandemic and, you know, not being able to go out as much, um, like Zoom has like turned into like a very uh, important part of all of our lives, like, whether we're just like zooming to hang out with our friends. I'm not into Animal Crossing, but I know like, or I should say I don't have Animal Crossing yet. I might get into it. But like, I know you guys have had like Animal Crossing parties. I've known other people that have had like Animal Crossing Zoom parties and stuff. Or, you know, I've had, there's been a couple of like people, they've had like DJ sets and everybody just on Zoom listening to it, dance, you know, whatever, um, trying to still have fun. So I thought that out that song was cool because of that. I definitely think that is the most Pink Diamond is the most chaotic, experimental, crazy song on the album, and it's the first song on the album, so it's just gonna like hit you in the face with a brick if like the second you start listening to it. So I think it's definitely an adjustment. Um, but what I like about the next couple of songs, like Forever. Clause. Um, I finally understand uh, Party For You. They're all songs that are about her boyfriend. Like pretty much all the rest of the album, except for like the last couple of songs, are all pretty much about her relationship with her boyfriend. Because um, I guess the story behind it was, I guess she had been dating him for I guess seven years six or seven years at this point and she 
I guess they were having a really rough time because they are, have like a long distance relationship. I'm guessing he's age, some some type of Asian descent. I don't know whether he lives here in the States or lives over somewhere in Asia, but they were had a really long distance relationship and the fact that she toured all the time, they couldn't see each other all the time and it was causing a lot of problems in their relationship. And so when this whole pandemic happened, they decided to, I guess, quarantine together and just hang out, spend time together as much as they could. And I guess that was one of the big important parts of their life because because of that, they said like it would created like a new era, a new chapter in their life where they felt like they were a lot closer because of the fact that they kind of, you know, were forced to hang out together a lot more, you know? And so it really brought them together. And a lot of these songs like Claws, which is like, probably one of my favorite song my favorite song off the album um it's really easy it's just a pop song about being in love just um and liking the other person everything but i like i like the backstory of it the fact that like since because all this entire album was created during quarantine you know so but at the same time, what I like is even though she's they're really close, yeah. they got a lot closer and that became good. The songs like Detonate and Enemies are about her kind of being paranoid that they're getting so close now because she's afraid that if they end up breaking up after this, like the song Forever, she's talking about how they've gotten so close that she's always going to care about him forever. Or even if they're not necessarily together, she's always going to care about him. And because of that, like in detonate, she's getting so paranoid that she actually like actively tries to start sabotaging, not actively, but like I think subconsciously starts uh, messing up the relationship because she is afraid that he's going to hurt her later on down the road. And that's what enemies is she's like you know they say friends are close keep your friends close but your enemies closer that's like a pretty popular saying and she's like she's like they're so close now she's actually like paranoid that maybe that they're enemies and she's like looking down the line like in the future and like thinking about the damage that he could cause for her emotionally like if if they ever broke up like how much that would like how painful that would be for her just by the fact that she's so close now but her kind of living in the moment and just enjoying in other songs she's just talking about living in the moment enjoying the time now just trying to keep that closeness um my second favorite song off the album is called anthems which is like her just reminiscing about uh all the times that they had together uh not just them but being able to go out and hang out with all of her friends and just thinking, uh, reminiscing about all the times they went out and had fun. We're all together. And I definitely think that there's a line that says, when it's finally over, we might even be closer. Um, and I think a lot about that because I think throughout all this, uh, I like how it's making, I know for me, 
appreciate my friends a lot more and just like not taking them for granted because I know for me, like I live alone. So it's like being stuck by myself for an extended period of time was just not good for my psyche. And so having friends that I, even though I couldn't be there in person, but having friends that I could talk to on on the phone or FaceTime or Zoom or whatever, definitely like help keep me sane and appreciate them a whole lot more. But I know I talked a lot about this album, but I just really do enjoy it. I love it. Like, um, I know it's going to be on the short list. It's a, I do like, I definitely feel like I'm going to get judged. Like for like, it's just a, you know, a dumb pop album, but I really do like the background of it, where it came from. And I do really enjoy the songs and the music production behind it. I'm really into hyper pop. For I do I really got into hyperpop for some reason. There's a lot of different other bands and people that I've been listening to. I've been listening to like a lot of the music producers behind some of these artists, and uh, I just think this is really well done. So I'll uh, move on. I'll let you talk about some of your songs. Um, what did you want to bring up first? Uh, <clears throat> well, just to finish commenting on Charlie XCX. Um... On yeah, that album, um, yeah, with that one, it's uh, it's definitely one of those things to see interesting project come out where it's completely um, informed by the quarantine, you know, influenced by that. I mean, yeah, um, and you get to see yeah. that, and you can go read into it uh, as if it's a story, um, just kind of her commentary and how she's personally affected by it, and what her experience has been so far. Um, yeah, so that's that's cool. I mean, the, the, that's uh, reminds me of a Troy Sivan song that she, they 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 know each other, and he had a song mm-hmm. ready to come out and was talking about L.A., um, which I recommend, um, and maybe I'll play that. I don't know, but he was talking about L.A. and how like he how he felt kind of claustrophobic and being there and just wasn't happy. Um, but after you know, once quarantine hit, he, the song for him, the meaning kind of changed and everything. Um, and you kind of like, if you listen to it, you kind of understand that it has that certain feeling of, of kind of frustration, you know, just how things are now. So, so it's interesting yeah. to see what music will come out as we keep going. Um, cause music yeah, will continue yeah. to go out, but like, there also won't be like touring until maybe next year or something like that. So, but yeah, um, yeah. but to move on to, uh, what I was going to talk about. Um, I was going to talk about uh, Dawn uh, Dawn by Bronson so let me play that a little bit Take a step forward Lost in a darkness Trust yourself, let go And breathe in a lush air Take a step forward Lost in a darkness 
So with Bronson, this is like a project that kind of came out of nowhere where at first I was kind of confused. I was like, uh, okay, I don't know what this is about, but Odessa is involved, so all right. Um, so yeah, if you do like Odessa, then you might uh, enjoy this collaboration with Goon Features. It's a, it's a sound that's more darker and compared to the lightness and like upbeat quality of an Odessa song. Um, and then, yeah. and with this song in particular, it's easy to like want to put it on repeat. Um, it has a sound that's really simple and slowly builds up and has a lot of changes, you know, small changes between it um, as it becomes more hyper. And then it just kind of has a moment where it just kind of ends with the vocals. And you can kind of hear like just like the cymbals or, you know, some, you know, percussion type of sound kind of play itself out in a really simple way. Um, and then upon like, when you reflect upon the lyrics, you kind of get the sense that it's like the, uh, the narrators kind of like hyping themselves up to do something. Um, almost saying like, it's okay. I, you know what, I can do this. And it sounds like it's a, a hero, you know, kind of telling himself that he can save the day or something like that. Um, or also you can take it as someone making an important choice in their life and trying to make, you know, trying to trust in their decision and pushing forward and not giving up. Like if you look at the lyrics, that's kind of what comes off to me. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely, I've really been enjoying this project in particular, you know, Bronson um, by Odessa Angle and Features because they have other songs um, like Vaults is a really eerie instrumental with that same kind of like electronic quality of Odessa. Um, but it also, it, it just, it's really fun. You, it's kind of song you want to listen to really loudly in your headphones. And then Heart Attack yeah. is a really good, you know, like love track, you could say. Um, and I describe it as kind of like having like an edge uh, that, kind of gives you that feeling of like being excited kind of like giving you goosebumps for uh -huh. what it's you know kind of describing um with how intense that love they feel is for the other person where they describe it like a heart attack you know yeah um so yeah this this project is definitely what i'm looking forward to and i think it's the rest of it is supposed to release pretty soon i think they were going to release it sooner but i think it might have been pushed to august um, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. So if you haven't listened to Bronson and or have you seen it pop up in your release radar or somewhere else, I recommend it. Um, it's, it's definitely like, it's a very good project by Odessa. And if you miss Odessa, I think it's worth a listen. You miss Odessa. Yeah, I definitely, they popped up on one of my release radars or discover weeklies or something rec not recently maybe like uh maybe like a month or so after they came yeah. out with one of the first things and i i, I was like i don't know who this is um because i thought bronson because especially like sometimes spotify doesn't do the best job of like because it's just like bronson odessa golden fields or you know, golden features. Yeah. And so I'm like, wow, this is like a whole posse track over here. But 
Um, I was gonna ask because obviously, like everybody knows Odessa. Um, yeah. Everybody knows Odessa. Do you have you listened to any of the uh, Golden Feature um, tracks? Golden Features. Have you listened to any of their stuff before? Because I haven't. That's I yeah. That's, I, I wanted to features. know, but it so far what I got from Golden Features is that Golden Features has like a variety of sounds and works with different artists that just you wouldn't expect. And it just kind of makes you feel like you don't know where to start with Golden Features music at all. Um, Paradise, I thought was a cool track, but it had the vocals for it were like a lot different than I expected. Um, not what I'm used to. So I wouldn't, I don't know if I could recommend Golden Features, but so far I'm enjoying the collaboration. And I think the darker noise and moodier noise is coming from Golden Features. And he's just kind of using uh, Odessa's electronic sound to kind of um, give a life, give life to this project. Um, and the name Bronson itself, when you think about it, it sounds like someone who's just about to like really beat you up. Um, you know, it's like an old boxer kind of thing. You know, that's that's the idea behind it. I think because if you look at the artwork, um, it looks like boxing gloves. Well, you know, when you wrap your fingers and that you know tape and then you put them in gloves but before that um so that's that's what i'm getting from it and you know uh, i think it sounds really good i think it's a really good and smart collaboration for, between them and it makes sense that they would call the call the project not just odessa featuring golden features or anything like that instead they, they came up with a new name yeah i definitely I mean, obviously, it's been around for a while. There's been, I think, back in the day, was it? I think it's Middle Brothers. It was like this, like kind of like super super groups. That's what they're called. Um, yeah. I I have been enjoying it because I know like Lucy Dacus and Petey Bridgers and Julian Baker. Um, they created like a super group called Boy Genius. Mm-hmm. I definitely think it's it's really cool because you get to see. Um, I think it's cool, especially when you know it's not like, or like, was it TNGHT tonight? Like, yeah. it was Hudson Hawk and uh, Lunice. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool when it's like, it's not like, a, hey guys, we're a band forever now. It's just kind of like, maybe every so often, every random, you know, couple of years or so, they'll like just get together and they'll just throw together some really awesome stuff you know working together i think it, it there's a lot of really awesome creativity that comes out of that mm-hmm. but um yeah. do you want to move on to i'll let you go next i spent a ton of time talking the first one do you want to talk about the next song okay yeah um so next we'll move on to um to the youth and uh, we'll go over that uh, so let's see
brain freeze. This is, um, it's more like an upbeat song and everything, but at the same time, it's covering like a subject matter that's more kind of like a frustration is what I would call it, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's, um, you can kind of hear that anger and frustration in the lyrics a bit. Um, and I think it does well in capturing that feeling of being in a relationship where um, one person is trying to keep, you know, like the flame alive, you could call it, and keep that uh, bridge of communication going. And then the other person just kind of goes cold on you. And you're just like, all right, what's what's going on here? And so you're just kind of like trying to figure out what's wrong. Um, and you can kind of hear in the song that, you know, the, the relationship has been good so far. And it's just one of those things where things just kind of like, you're like left in the dark about how the other person is. Cause they just really just, they just really do just go cold on you and kind of disappear in a sense on communication wise. Um, and for me, you know, this kind of reminds me of, um, of when I was younger and how I would also do the same thing to people where I would like, ice people out and it, it really had more to do with the fact that I was just kind of afraid of letting um of it you know being vulnerable with anyone and just kind of like showing that side of myself where or just kind of being afraid of being hurt whether it was a relationship or even just friendships and stuff um so yeah I really like how this song kind of captures it where the other person is just kind of like they're so iced out that they, they basically get a brain freeze because they just they just are like, like I'm, I'm here, like I'm begging, I'm trying, I'm doing my best, but like, like I'm not getting anywhere. Like, do you like, like, are we done or like, am I enough? You know, they even narrating, you know, in the song, they, the person even asked like, am I enough or are you really going to give all of this up? Like looking at the memories, you know, kind of reminiscing. Um, and also the vocals of the track are like great. Um, and I forget who the vocals on this track are. I don't really see it. Um, I forget. Uh, yeah, but yeah, look yeah, with this one, it's it's um, it just has, it's just the right kind of voice. And as soon as the song just begins, it kind of starts off in like this kind of like fun, like we're going somewhere kind of way where it's like maybe the track you play as soon as you get in your car, like you're excited to go somewhere. Um, but it talks about something more. Um, different than that um, but yeah I like it where the lyrics kind of simplify and you can kind of hear where the voice just kind of goes off and you can hear the uh, the symbols and everything and now I realize I was, I was confusing that for the Bronson song which is like the other thing I was like man these tracks kind of they're kind of like not completely but somewhat so I was like I don't know I was like, it's, it's, it's what I got you're in a mood you're in a mood ain't you uh no, it was uh, um, the vocals on it are Karen Harding. Hmm. Okay, um, so yeah, I wouldn't know, and I, that's probably I, why it doesn't show. I know up. her. I know her from like two songs. There's yeah. a song I think called like "Say Something" or something from mm -hmm. her. "Say Something" by her, I believe. Yeah. Um, she. I mean, she has really good vocals. I. I definitely. This is a good song. I think it was uh. The. The hard time I kind of had with this song, yeah. the youth, 
we'll get into it because I think like uh, there's an artist that I'm gonna talk about um, yeah. in a bit that's like they have a sound and you know it. Um, with Le Youth, I think I always hear a certain sound like when I first started listening to them, it was from a lot of remixes and it was like a very boppy kind of laid back pool party kind of vibe. Um, and I feel like this song is more of like a trance da dance track. This whole EP, because this is part of like a whole EP that he had. Um, yeah. And it was, uh, it was a little bit more, more dancer. So it was like harder for me to like get used to it, if that makes sense, because I'm just not used to listening to this type of sound from him. But it's still really good. And I de definitely... For me, I really like the play on like when a person is becoming really cold towards you in a relationship that it yeah. gives you a brain freeze because, you know, like obviously like when you eat ice too much ice cream or, you know, stuff, you get a brain freeze or whatever. I really like the little play on words there, play on a whatever it's called. Um, good song, though. Yeah. And, other, you know, just to finish it out, I, I got to say that... Um... Honestly, Luis is one of my favorite artists so far because, like, like, from the very start, like, uh, there was, like, um, like, a 90s type influence that was so obvious whenever I would listen to Luis or in, like, early 2000s kind of, like, kind of sampling vocals and everything. Um, yeah. And so some of the most recent tracks that Luis has dropped, like, About Us or Swimming, like, those – like that you hear them and you're like it's good I, I can't say it's not good at least for what is my taste in music um where it's like this sweet beat is what i would call it you know um where it just kind of it just kind of yeah it's just kind of like it does this thing where it just kind of goes in and goes out in just the right and best way that it's easy to just it's almost like eating a piece of candy you know you could call it like sugar beet or whatever yeah um, but yeah, that's that's what I got to offer this week. Uh, other than that, I'm not going to go into anything else. Um, but yeah, those are definitely the tracks that have stood out to me where I'm like willing to just be like, if you haven't heard them and if you dig what I, you know, dig and you, you just want like songs that you want to put on repeat, those are the ones, at least for me. Yeah, for sure. I think both good songs, good. I think that stuff like, I don't know necessarily people would have heard, so I think that's definitely good good picks. Yeah, yeah um, I don't think there's any anyone out there's like Lou Youth, man. I don't think so. <laughs> no, it's true. Or Bronson, you, you they're probably know. like who? Who? Yeah. Bronson. Yeah. Uh but I'm Ain't sure Bronson a friend from a...
digging this song tim really liking it <laughs> thanks man i i had so i had originally um wanted to talk about this album Sayama. so uh the only problem i had with this song i really had yeah a, there's a lot of good songs on this album but there's a lot that just have like a lot of explicit you know See, it's one of those weird things, like what you were saying earlier. Yeah. Um, for me, it's like really weird, like, um, not that I'm making excuses for it, but like, for me, it's really weird. It's not necessarily weird if you hear uh, like a curse in like a rap song. Yeah. Or something like, for lack of a better saying, like, it's more expected. Yeah. Um, like, because it's obviously a little bit more aggressive or whatever in tone. But like with pop songs, it's like always weirder to me when I'm here when they hear them curse. Yeah. That's kind of the problem with some of the songs off this album. But this was the the standout yeah, for track sure. for me on this album. I love this album. Um so Rina Sawyama, she's been around for a while, but uh what I really appreciate about her, because she had like some of the songs that she first came out with you can like hear her influences on her sleeve and she's not afraid to lean into the nostalgia. Yeah. Um, what I really appreciate is like, she has like this really awesome ability to like recreate down to like the tiniest details, like the memories and like all the nostalgia that she had for early 2000s, like Y2K type music pop music especially like with Britney Spears or with Destiny's Child or Evanescence 
um, she really lives into it. And I think she's just really, she has really great sounding songs. Um, she uh, is talking specifically about this song. I just love the early 2000s TLC almost vibe. Yeah. yeah. I definitely um, got like an RB pop sound from it. I don't know if that's the right description, but that's <laughs> kind of what, it, what comes to mind for whatever reason. Or like, yeah. you remember that one song that would play where it's like people would like do some special dance with the song? Um, this I is how we do it? Yeah. So, yeah. Something like that for sure. It? Yeah. 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 No, but yeah, for sure. I um, uh, I really enjoyed how this song sounded. What I really, what really, obviously, like, I mean, y'all know me at this point. Like, it has to sound good, but I also like the lyrics have to like keep me there. Um, listen to it a couple times. I really like. At first, you listen to this song, you're like, oh, it's love me for me. It's like you think it's her telling her, you know, whoever she's with or whatever, like, oh, you gotta just love me for who I am or like accept me for what I am. Yeah. Really, um, when I was looking at the uh, lyrics, like on Genius and like on some other places where she did interviews, the song was really more so, um, she said that it was a message, to, this song was a message to herself. Yeah. Um, she's like, everything that's being said in this song is being said to a mirror to herself um because there's this one lyric before like the hook drops um it says if you can't love yourself how are you going to love somebody else which i definitely think is like a really um powerful important statement i think a lot of times people go into a relationship looking to kind of complete themselves or looking to um, find fulfillment or hoping that that other person is going to bring them happiness or whatever. Yeah. And it's not that that person, you know, whoever you're with can't bring happiness to you, but I think it should be like, you should be in a good place yourself. And that person just like um, enhances it. It shouldn't like. That reminds me of something. <laughs> Which, you know, I probably was going to mention at the end of the podcast, but I think I heard it on the, um, our friend's podcast, To Yorkies and Emerge. The, oh, yeah. Shout which out, I'm sure you guys don't Johnny really, I don't know, maybe you've heard of, heard of what their, you know, their project so far. But yeah, I remember, I think Daisy was the one that mentioned that, like, you should, if you do seek someone out, you know, they should add on to your happiness and yeah. you should already be happy, you know, fine by your own, by yourself alone. Yeah. you should just if someone if you bring someone else into the picture they should add on to that yeah not like if you're unhappy and you're going to bring someone else into this trust me it's not going to go well <laughs> so i think that's a yeah, yeah. excellent point and i think that this song definitely uh has many great things going on but beyond just the sound it's the message yeah for sure and i definitely still i definitely like even though this song is like you know kind of talking like hey make sure you are in a good place yourself before you like try to start dating or anything i definitely yeah. think also another smaller secondary point like still because you can take multiple means from it, it's definitely still like 
you shouldn't be trying to change the person you're with you know i think a lot of that's also a problem that i see is like people start dating and then you try to start changing them and molding them into what you want them to be or what you think make them good and i think you know as long as it's constructive it's not always bad but you definitely should like accept the person for what they are and like love them for what they are too yeah whatever like that's a good point yeah definitely like whatever music they like or whatever shows they'll yeah. be watching whatever thing they like to do whatever weird quirky thing that they might uh do you just gotta have to be like that's them <laughs> i married them which yeah. includes all of that stuff and but why am I going to be like, hey, don't listen to that music. Don't listen to that. Don't do this. Don't do that. It's just like, I mean, do you it's want them to tell you that? Yeah. 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 So I think that's it's true. Like, you really got to, like, love yourself. And also, I mean, once you seek someone out, you got to, like, look at them and be like, all right, I'm down. I love, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all this. I love. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Taku, are you down for me? Um, yeah, Dang. for sure. That's a that's a throwback. Not really a throwback, but it's a short throwback that I forgot about. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. So I'm going to move on to the last thing I want to talk about, which um, is an album again. I know, like, for me, I've recently just been kind of listening to stuff in a lot of album forms. Um, the So Krungbin, Krungbin. Um, yeah however you want to pronounce it, came out with an album called Mordecai. Yeah. Um, I'm going to play my favorite song off the track, which is called Pelota.
yeah, so um, a little backstory. Krungbin, it's fun. This is probably one of the more funny stories to me because Krungbin is just my all-time favorite band. They're, yeah. They have my favorite album of all time, Con Todo Mundo, which was their last album, which came out in 2018. Yeah. Um, they're just... For me, what I love about them is kind of what I was saying about, like, the opposite of uh, the Rina Sawayama album. It's just like, you're like, man, why do they have to, like, add this stuff? I just feel like you could put this, their music on for anybody in any situation, and it you're not going to feel self-conscious about it. You're not going to be worried about, like, it's just all really good music. Um, their past two albums have been instrumentals for the most part. Yeah. And it's weird. There's been like this really slow evolution of like them adding vocals. Cause like, um, what's the name of their first album? Uh, the universe, the universe, something with the universe. Um, the universe smiles upon you, which I got signed by the, uh, by the, by, uh, the girl? well, I don't know her name. But... Laura, her name is Laura Lee. Yeah. She, um, she she does vocals and i don't know i just randomly like was at a taiko show i think maybe yeah. or something yeah and um, i forget what band i went to go see by myself at the, yeah it was taiko and like, they oh, yeah. they were like the opening act and they they played their album and i was really into it so much that i went and bought the album and then when i bought it i bought it directly from her and she was like do you want to like do you want to maybe sign it or something maybe? And I was like, or maybe I asked, I think I might've asked and she's like, Oh yeah, sure. And so I took out the shrink wrap off it and, you know, she gave it, the, you know, the, she wrote the, the lit, the title, you know, universe smiles upon you and then my name yeah, and you know, her initials and stuff. And it was really cool. And so far I get the feeling that they are one of those bands that just, I feel like they they really knew what their sound was and didn't change it for any reason unless it made sense. Yeah, so yeah, and to further on that, the cuz that's part of the funny story to me. So I remember when you went and you told me, "Yo man, um I heard this band called Krungbin, Krungbin whatever." Yeah. Um they're really good. I got their album, it was really good. And I was like, "Oh yeah, cool." And I don't know like where my head was, but I just like completely forgot about it. And then I randomly stumbled on their second album, which was Con Todo El Mundo. Um, I had this weird thing where like sometimes like if I'm looking for music, I just randomly type a word into the search bar in the, into Spotify and see what comes up. And for some reason, one of their songs came up and I listened to that album and it was just like completely just wrapped me around its finger. And I came to you, I was like, dude, have you heard these people? And I was, you were like, yeah, man, they were the people I was telling you about. I was like, oh. Um, but it's funny because I think your favorite album from them is The Universe. It's one of them, mine is their second one. Uh, but either way, like, well, I was saying their first album is like straight instrumental. There's yeah, like for sure. Yeah. Hardly any talking. The second one, there's uh, a little bit like her kind of uh, 
humming or just like really ambient stuff. There's just hardly any um, any real stuff, but love that album. And then so this album, Mordecai, um, they were slowly dropping singles, which were just absolute fire um, for it. Uh, also, one of the few, like, this is the only other band besides Tennis and uh, Chelsea Wolf that I follow on Instagram to, like, keep track of, like, everything that they're doing. Yeah. But, uh, so with this album, they actually were specifically looking to add more vocals to their stuff. Um, so what I thought was interesting, because it wasn't necessarily, I was trying to explain it to someone like the newer stuff I was like it's not necessarily lyrics it's more like they're using their voices as an instrument yeah for sure um to add to the music not necessarily to like add depth to like lyrics or anything you don't like all like the songs that even have words to them they're not necessarily like meant to add like a ton of like depth to the meaning of uh the song with the words itself but what I liked was that they actually in one of their like interviews or whatever, because on Spotify, they have like this whole uh, the making of like they yeah. had just some small good stuff yeah. about how stuff was made or anything. Um, but they used the phrase vocal textures, which I thought like perfectly described how the, how they use their lyrics on these songs. Um it's just kind of like another layer, a different feel to add to the music itself, um, which is amazing. I like to describe them as like psychedelic rock. I was reading a, an interview or like a, um, just a piece on them and they, I guess they're kind of been getting really famous. I guess last year they, uh, Jay-Z bought that album. Yeah. Bought one of their albums and really started liking them so they started gaining a lot of steam they're called like uh low-key superstars um just because of their vibe with the music it's just very super laid back um they get a lot of influences from like the isley brothers but and from like um spanish flamenco music and from uh, a lot of filipino music from my understanding um yeah a lot of times with all these songs, like, so my favorite song, Pelota, it, the, the, the song is literally talking about a ball. She's, it's just saying, I'm a ball. <laughs> That's all the song is really talking about. It's just yeah. like, oh, I can be this or that or whatever. There's really no significance behind it. Um, it's just really beautiful to listen to, sonically beautiful to listen to. Um, but yeah, there's like other songs like off. I, the hard part was I was looking at reviews of this album. Yeah. A lot of people didn't really like this, this album, mm-hmm. um, which is really tough to handle. Uh, not really, but I don't care. But um, a lot of people were saying, I don't think a lot of people got the like vibe of it and that they yeah. didn't like that there was like, because the thing with Krungbin is there's songs that are like a little bit like the Pelota is like a lot more upbeat and dancey. And then they'll hit you with like Dearest Alfred or One to Remember. Yeah. 
it's just super low key, just super ambient, super, um, um, super laid back. It feels like a lot of this stuff, you feel like you're getting transported to another world. That's why I like, like with songs, I think they're one of the best of that is like, you close your eyes and listen to it and you just get transported to another world. I, I think another person who does that well is uh, Travis Scott, like just sonically, like with his music, you can get transported to a whole nother place. But um, I digress. The <clears throat> um, the other song that I really enjoyed that I kind of wanted to talk about on this album was Kanesai de Fasi. Yeah. I know I didn't say that right. Um, it's French, if I'm correct, um, or Portuguese. Uh, what's interesting about this song was they kind of gave a little backstories before they ever actually were like a full-fledged band. Uh, they would go hang out at this spot in Houston called uh, Rudy's Pub, Rudy Yard's Pub, Rudy Yard's Pub. They would hang out there every Tuesday night and there was this waitress there or bartender called Stacy. And she said, I guess the late lady, Laura Lee, she was talking about how they didn't really know her outside of like her having like these really enthusiastic hellos about like her. She had really awesome iPod playlists and yeah like she could always remember their super specific burger uh, orders. Besides that, they didn't really know anything about her. It's just they kind of um, knew her like that. And then I guess a couple years ago, uh, she died for some reason. And so this song was kind of, that song was dedicated to her. Um, I, I would say you guys listen to it on your own time when you get a chance, because the whole song is just like kind of, people talking to each other it's like these random like uh well i'll give you if, conversational yeah like snips samples. yeah exactly and so on all that was is like kind of memories of conversations that they had with her hmm. you know nothing really serious it's just kind of like this like more weird, trivial it, they you know daily type stuff yeah it's yeah. it and I really, for me, I really enjoyed that because I know, you know, back when I was, like, there was this spot that I would go to, this pub that I would go to whenever I just, like, felt like I needed to be around people back when I could. <clears throat> and, you know, you go, you, you just start going there so often yeah. that, like, the bartender or the waiters or whatever, they just start remembering your face and they just start, you know, if especially, like, I have tendency to just, like, kind of stick to the same thing a lot of times with my orders. So <clears throat> it's just uh, that weird friendship that you form with them. It's like, oh, yeah. hey, Tim, what's up? What's going on? Uh, like, what, you want unsweet tea again or you know, whatever beer, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. And there's just a, I don't know if anybody else has ever had that feeling. It's just like, you're not necessarily yeah. friends yeah. with the person, but yeah. it's, uh, you know. I mean, I'm sure there's, there's people who, I'm sure there's a lot of people who actually have that. And I think back in the day in small town settings, there was definitely that oh, connection yeah, sure. with people where, 
you would walk in and they would know your name and know your orders and everything. Cheers. Uh, these days, quite not so much, and especially with everything that's going on, definitely not happening. Yeah. Uh, but but I definitely get that. Um, Everybody knows your name. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think nowadays it's a little bit harder to get that, which I think maybe makes it. When I heard that, because I just know for me personally that hit me, because I know like I've kind of felt what they were talking about in that song, um, or remembering. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's not a ton to talk about this album because it's mostly more of an instrumental album. I think if you look at some of the backstories, some of these songs like Father Bird, Mother Bird kind of came from uh, um, this house that they would all stay at and they kind of saw this like family of birds just kind of grow up. Um, they realized like, you know, that the father bird had moved out of the nest so that the babies could all stay in the nest together with the mom and get their food. And they saw the bird grow up and learn how to fly and stuff. So, yeah, they just kind of get their inspiration from stuff. A lot of normal natural stuff and just kind of small observations that maybe others just wouldn't make. Yeah. Um, I don't understand how people wouldn't, unless they're just being super critical, why would then, why would they not be excited about this album? You know, I don't yeah, get it. It, 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 it sounds really like the rest of their stuff. It. Yeah, I really didn't understand it. To me, I thought this is, I don't, I, I definitely have to give it more time before I'm like, oh, I think this is better than Contondo Mundo. I really do appreciate, I think they did a great job with their vocals. I think they, them adding their vocals, textures, or whatever to the songs definitely. Um, I I enjoyed. I don't want to say I was looking for in any of their songs, but I definitely enjoyed it for sure. Um, I think it's a, this is definitely uh, uh, own it on vinyl for me. I think you can own all three of their albums on vinyl. Yeah, because they, when I say vinyl, it's because you can play the whole thing through, and and I feel like a lot of these days, a lot of bands don't have albums that 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 good enough you know i got the yeah for sure it's definitely harder to get that i definitely that's right like with me all their albums it's just like i can put it on from the beginning can play it the whole way through i don't feel like i never feel like i have to skip any of their songs um you can put this on at a party just let it play you know, everybody is just start kind of grooving to stuff and doesn't detract. Like, if you want it as background music, you can have it as background music and it won't detract from whatever vibe you're trying to have at a party or, you know, while you're doing whatever. If you want to actually just listen to it, you can. You can glean a whole lot of good things from it. Really enjoyed this album. Um, um, I feel like I'm repeating myself at this point, but just, yeah, good stuff. I think that's about it for us i don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about but uh nope just looking over pitchfork's review of this album yeah they they so were go ahead yeah so far it sounds like they just um the person's biggest gripe is the fact that like the it's almost like they're complaining that these are incomplete songs and how they're just sort of like in that between area of 
they're vocals, but they're also not complete vocals, like yeah. true lyrics and everything. And it's just like, yeah, I, I, don't, I me, don't know what you expected, dude. That, that's my thing. Like, I don't know. There's this guy. I don't look at his stuff a ton anymore, but uh, um, Needle Drop, Anthony Fantano or something. Uh, and he gave it like a three out of ten. Yeah. And it, every that's when it's just like they're like oh they didn't finish stuff I was like that's not the point of like they're like they're not the have you listened product, to this band before <laughs> yeah exactly it's like the finished product is the music itself like just the riff in that they're doing and the the world that they're creating with their instruments and like they're just using the voice as an instrument to help enhance the did it did, I want to I wonder now is there anyone who commented on this album coming out and we're like yeah. all right guys like yes. what's wrong with you guys no so that's the funny part so because i was like i looked in the in his video the guys uh, anthony fantano's video everybody was like because he has like this kind of thing like depending on what color shirt he has you can kind of guess what he's gonna rate the album and so red shirts mean that he doesn't like the album so person was like all got super excited when uh, I saw the Krungvin, the Krungvin review, but got super depressed when he saw the red shirt. Yeah. Um, and everybody was like, this is the first time I have to disagree with you, man. I don't really, I don't really think you get it. There were a lot of people that were saying that, which I'm usually not that type of stan. I'm just like, guys, like, I do think a lot of people were missing the point of this I don't think they necessarily understand the whole point of this band. It's not like a, you're not supposed to get the depth of lyrics that, like, this isn't, you shouldn't be coming to this if, like, you listen to, like, Kendrick Lamar albums, you know, like, it's a whole different vibe and feel, like, I don't know. But I still, I mean, I enjoyed it again. This is another album that I think is going to be on my short list at the end of the year. Um, I, which I just really, I, I, that makes me kind of happy. The fact that even though, you know, cause of pandemic and quarantine, there's still, there are two albums that dropped that I just really enjoyed. There are other albums I really enjoyed that came out this year. Um, during this time where a lot of really good songs and stuff, these are just two really awesome albums. I really wanted to talk about them. But uh, yeah, all right. That's all right. Uh, yeah. So, but if that's it, I don't know if you got anything else to talk about. I do wanna. I, I will give my boy Johnny a little quick shout out. He has him and Daisy have this podcast called Two Yorkies in a Marriage. We talked about earlier. They talk about like dating and married life stuff, which is way different from us. They're a lot more upbeat <laughs> and uh energetic but uh good stuff if anybody wants dating advice i guess i don't know <laughs> it just it's just fun to comment on that and give your opinion and yeah. like i said they say in the podcast every time it's their opinion so you know don't don't give it which is i think yeah. that's just how it is yeah which i agree with because it's it's a tough thing to give your opinion on all that kind of stuff and for, you know, and be, then be like, but that's just my opinion, yo. So yeah, 
do your thing. I don't know. <laughs> Live your life, bro. Yeah, anyway, so I guess that's it from us, guys. Uh, yeah. We'll be hopefully seeing you around soon. We'll try to get this back to being regular, and we'll see you around. All right. Later.